when did you do that? This morning. This morning? <coughs> yeah, I came early to set it up, and it was already set up. Well, it wasn't really set up, but... Yeah, a lot of it was. Yeah. Half and half. Yep. Everybody ready then? You want you want your music back here? You gonna stand back here? Good morning, church. <coughs> We're <coughs> ready to begin our service, so awesome God. We're going to do it. Uh, the way we're going to do this, because I don't want you to have to sing all those hard words, the uh, praise team is going to sing the lines of the verse, but the, you guys will come in on the awesome God parts, and then we'll all sing the chorus together. So you think you have that? Your part, your part will be in bold up on the screen, so our God is an awesome God, so that's not too bad. So if you could stand with us, and we will begin. When he rolls up his feet, he ain't just putting on the ritz. There is thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his fist. And the Lord, he wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very close, so you better be believing. God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Dumb power and love, our God is an awesome God. When the sky was starless in the void of the night, He spoke into the darkness and created the light. Judgment and wrath He poured out on Sodom, mercy and grace He gave us at the cross. I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten. Our God is an awesome God, He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God, He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. All right, our next song is one that you're probably familiar with too, at least the uh, original version. We're going <coughs> to add a little bit to it, um, but I'm sure you know the words and... Um, we have done this one before, so you have my vision. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me that thou art thou my best day Lord, by day or by night waking or sleeping thy presence my life you Yeah. 
you're my great father and I'm your true son. You dwell inside me together. And you're my high tower. Come raise me heavenward, O oh power of my power. Oh, I don't want riches or man's empty praise. watching us this morning from Facebook Live or if you're on podcast or if you're joining us on 87.7 or if you're in the sanctuary this morning, the greeting is the same to all of you. Good Sunday morning, church. Uh, there's hand sanitizer throughout the building. Uh, there are masks available. And if you're too close to the one next to you, uh, we have room over here. Uh, I think before I, I share the announcements, we're going to have a presentation. Uh, uh, Phyllis, if you would come and make your presentation. This, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we give monies to mission projects, and many times at the end of the year, we honor our memorial fund with 
monies for our special, not special, no, our mission recognition of persons who have passed away during the past year. And we had a long list of those this, this year. But we give special met mission recognition monies for a person who has gone above and beyond for our church family. And this year, we honored Bonnie. And we have this. And you don't have to be a member of United Methodist Women to be honored. You can just be a member of our church or a friend of our church family. And so this is for you, Bonnie. And we, she has gone on and beyond many things that she. No, she's beyond many things. All right. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> so this year it was it was Bonnie's turn to be honored, Amen. and we we thank her for the, all of the. Amen. Uh, ladies Bible study Tuesday morning at 7.30 at Liebler's. Uh, Wednesday night community Lenten service has been changed to, it is being held at Fellowship Bible Church, uh, just because of, of a conflict of scheduling. Uh, Thursday morning, nurture and outreach, uh, one o'clock food truck helpers, and next Saturday, uh, the, the bazaar. Uh, Anybody want to speak on the bazaar? Is it on? Okay. A couple of things about the bazaar. Um, we are setting up on Friday at 10 o'clock for any of you ladies that would like to join us in doing that. We appreciate all the help we can get. The other thing is that you can start bringing in your craft items anytime this week. You can take them and put them down on the junior church in the junior church room, which is the kids' room off the side of the new fellowship hall. You can put them on the table, and I'm sure there would be safe there. And make sure that you either price them or put on that the, the, the crafts, what you think they should be. And, and we can price them, but we need to know what you need, what we need to price them out at. Uh, the second thing is, um, is that we really need baked goods. So, you know, if you think we got enough, that means we probably don't. So just bake, 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 and cookies and whatever kind of wonderful thing. Pies sell great. You spread sells great, but anything really sells. But we are having our cookie walk, so we could use as many cookies as possible. Let's see, what else? One more thing. Um, Friday, a lot of us will be here in the morning, so if you can't get into the church during the week, we'll be there at 10 if you want to drop off your um, craft item. Some baked goods will also... We open at 8.30 on Saturday, so if that's when you would like to bring your baked good in, you could bring it in like before that, because we'll be down here by 8, if not before. So let's see, that's it for the bazaar. Did I forget anything, ladies? No, I did not. Uh, the other thing is that um, we have our snuggle blanket ministry. We have blankets, so if you know somebody that could use a snuggle blanket, like, you know, we make them specifically for cancer patients, but we, you know, we're flexible on that point. So if you feel that you know someone that could use a blanket um, that's been prayed over and when they put it around them, they feel like they're getting hugged from God, just let me know. I'll make sure you get a blanket. You can talk to me or call me. Uh, I would be happy to get that to you. I think that I am done. So anybody else? Nope. Is that in the way? this okay Is that better see what happens
Would you join me in prayer this morning? Father, help me get out of that one, would you? Lord, thank you for the beauty of the Sunday morning. The day that set aside that we can worship and honor you. The holy day of rest. Father, send your Holy Spirit into this place and revive us and fill us. Thank you that you promised that you'll meet us at our point of need and beyond. If you would allow us to put the busyness and the craziness of the world aside. We've just come to worship you this day, Father. Thank you for that great privilege. Amen. Young disciples. Good morning. Hi, guys. How are you all? Are you good this morning? All right. Today, I'm going to show you a couple things. What do you think this is? Is this a real dollar? Is this a dollar bill? Is this real? Think I could take this to the store and buy something with this? It says $100,000. And it's got a picture of like a man and a woman with their heads together and a bag of money between them. <laughs> Think I could take that to the store, Kenzie, and buy a candy bar? No? What, why does this not look like a real dollar? Can you tell me? Does this look like a real dollar? Ivy, does it look like a real dollar? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Well, it might be the color. It might be the size. But now if I gave you this, could you take this to the store and buy something? Yeah? How do you know this is real money? How do you know that this is fake or, yeah. or um, counterfeit, right? The word for money. If money is not real, it's called counterfeit, okay? Fake, yeah. So, Ivy, is this a real dollar? $10? This on it has, says Federal Reserve Note, says the United States of America, says $10, and on the back, I don't know if so it fits on your wrist. On the back of it, all of our money says, in God we trust, right? But this is kind of like Christians. We can come to church and put money in the offering and do things that maybe look good to other people. But if we're not real Christians then you go home and maybe you're mean to people or you talk bad about people. But on the real dollar, even though it, you can't see it like this, there is a piece of metal or a piece of plastic that's woven into this money. And you only can see, you can only see it in the light. So if you hold it up to the window, where is it? There it is. There's a strip. See that strip that goes all the way across? And that, if you have magnifying glasses, it says $10 or something like that. But so when you go to a store and you spend money, there are people who actually make paper. They print it off, and it looks like real money. And they try to go to the store, and they try to spend it. So... They can either hold it, the cashier lady can hold it up and she can see that it's real, or now they have pens that they 
mark across it and it tells them if it's real or not. But so just like people can be counterfeit Christians, they can also be authentic Christians. And Marilyn Hansen said this morning in Sunday school, you can't fool God. We can't fool God. So he knows what's in our hearts, right? So in our hearts, we need to be real Christians. We need to be Christians all the time, not just in front of other people. And God even tells us that in his Bible. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Don't judge a man by his face or his height, for this is not the one. I don't make decisions the way you do. Men judge by outward appearance, but I look at a man's thoughts, intentions, and heart. So God always knows what's in our heart. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for these children. Thank you for the lessons that are learned, and thank you for bringing them into our family and in a, this church. And Lord, let us just be authentic or true Christians, and let us just enjoy the rest of the spring day. Amen. Papers all over the floor. There's power, power. Peter in this hour, this hour. We're all together, together. Waiting here as one. Whoa, hear the sound from heaven. Whoa, a mighty rushing wind. Whoa, we're calling for revival. God, let your fire fall again. It's burning in my soul. Burning in my soul All your sons and your daughters Dreaming the dreams of their fathers Seeing the signs and the wonders The kingdom of God Oh, hear the sound from heaven Oh, a mighty rushing wind. Whoa, we're calling for revival. God, let your fire fall again. It's burning in my soul. Burning in my soul. I cannot contain it, this fire inside. I cannot contain it, so let it shine. I cannot contain it, this light of mine. It's burning in my soul. Hear the sound from heaven. Whoa, a mighty rushing wind. Whoa, we're calling for revival. God, let your fire fall again. It's burning in my soul. Burning in my soul, burning in my soul, burning in my
Who has a joy this morning? Any joyful people? Pam? He's coming with the microphone. He's a little bit slower than Ken. Okay, check, check. Fred took off this morning again. He was gone for 20 minutes, but with the little zapping collar I got him for Valentine's Day, he did come back, which I'm grateful for that. And also, I got Clarence, who's going to be 95 on Thursday. I got him a card up there if anybody wants to sign it, just in case. I'm going to go out on a limb and announce that uh, my wife became a grandmother again last Friday. Our son had a daughter uh, Friday evening. So now we have a second granddaughter to go along with the other boys. Amen. Does the baby have a name? You get all the specifics from Grandma after church. <laughs> But what if we want to pray for baby during church? God knows who she is. God knows. You're right, brother. Who else has a joy this morning? How many of you are miserable? Beautiful day. A beautiful day, yes. In all things, give praise and thanks. Who do we need to fill us? Uh, I have a joy. We are going to be spending the next week, uh, starting on Thursday, with our entire family and in Palm Springs, California. Our grandson lives near there, and so we'll be, we'll be gone for a few days. Can't hear you. Well, that's because you're an old man and you need to be flexible. He's a young man. He's already there. That's O-L-E, by the way. Maybe I just like him. Is it better? Yeah, okay. Uh, my mom's been here all week, which has been a joy, actually, helping me get everything cleaned up and, you know, just little by little and hanging out and visiting my aunt and things. So that's been fun. But she's going home today. So prayers for safe travel. He's much faster than Ken. <laughs> um, I want to thank you. It was an awesome day driving over this morning to see the sun coming up and looking at some of the farms and things that are Guys are getting ready. Uh, I'm to bless them, but I got a couple of prayer requests for um, my brother's mother-in-law, Sue Vincent, uh, uh, stage four kidney cancer, and uh, appreciate your prayers for her. And continue prayer for Joy Kester and her cancer issues. And I would like prayer that I might be able to find my glasses. I got the spares here, but I, I, not, I must be getting older. Thank you. Um, keep the, it's Jason Teslock. He's graduated with Nicholas, um, and he committed suicide the other night. So um, Denise, her his mom's name is not Teslock. It's Shalau or something like that. But she works at Ben's. And um, I, his grandparents are the Whitings from Yale. And um, just, he's got four children. So him and his, his wife and kids, they need, they'll need some prayer. Uh, we still need prayers for Bill Lafferty. That's my sister's husband. 
Um, they were supposed to get him into hospices last week. Um, he's very confused after having two strokes, and, and um, he really needs prayer. Thank you. Anyone else? Let's join our hearts in prayer. Father, thank you for Lonnie's new granddaughter. Thank you for the little girl growing in Jordan's womb. Thank you for the time that Elizabeth has been able to share with her mother. Thank you that Fred came home this morning. Thank you that Ed will find his glasses, Father. Thank you that you provide traveling grace for all of the Liebler family going to California. Thank you for what you're going to do in Bill's life. Thank you for what you're going to do in Sue's life. Thank you for what you're going to do in Joy's life. Thank you for what you're going to do in the Teslik family life. In the midst of life storms, you allow a shelter. Your shelter is a place of overwhelming love and joy and healing and understanding. even in the midst of times we can't comprehend. Thank you for the sunrise of this day of worship. Thank you that you allow us the time to gather in your house. Thank you that you allowed us something different this day. Thank you that we see the birds that migrate south are coming home. Thank you that we see the flowers bursting through the ground. Thank you that your salvation is made available for everyone. Thank you for Kate's message on Wednesday night. As she spoke of your truth. Thank you for the blessing that we're going to experience this week. Thank you that you allow us to pray this prayer that you taught your earliest disciples as we pray our Father who art in heaven.
Amen. Uh, many of you have already brought your tithes and your gifts and your offerings while Elizabeth plays for a short moment. You still have an opportunity to do that as the children are dismissed for junior church. God from whom all blessings flow. How is the fish? Slow, really. Maybe seated, church. Scripture this morning comes out of the 27th chapter of Acts. It's a misprint in your bulletin, starting with verse. The, the terrible storm raged for many days. How appropriate is that for these last days we've been living in? Blotting out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Man, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. But God's word tells us, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid. Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What more? God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with him, with you. So courage. For I believe God it will be just as he said. So my question for you this morning, church, do you believe God? Do you believe God? Karen and I were having a very interesting conversation uh, the other night. She was laying on her couch and I was laying on my couch. And we were talking about the side effects that we have from having the COVID virus. Now, some folks have had COVID and they've had absolutely no side effects. Other folks have had some uh, pretty drastic side effects. So we were comparing ours. I've got 80% hearing loss. 
the sign is a big fog. Uh, for the last 39 days, every night I wake up in this, my whole body is drenched. Uh, we both have fatigue. We have, we call it memory fog. We can't remember things the way we could before. She has restless leg syndrome. My body just aches. And to God be the glory. Well, how can you say something like that, Pastor? How can I say to God be the glory? Because I believe that wholeheartedly. I understand that for me, and I, I can't speak for you folks. I can only speak for me. I don't speak for Karen. She speaks for herself. Uh, I know one day this is going to be pain-free. Uh, I'm going to have clear vision. I'm going to hear perfectly. There's not going to be any aches and pains. Uh, we won't hear about, it seems like every Sunday, another name is mentioned with someone from cancer. Because I believe God's word. God's word tells me that I will never leave you or forsake you. And he hasn't. In the midst of your craziest time, and some of you have had some crazy times, he's right there with us. I appreciate the way this scripture started out. The terrible storm raged for many days. There's been a storm raging in the United States of America for more than uh, 2020 when COVID came about. The storm in the United States in my opinion, has been raging for years where uh, society is trying to make the church silent. And in some cases, it's worked. But how about the verse that says, but take courage. That no matter what your lot is, you believe in God. How about in verse 24 where it's addressing Paul and it says, do not be afraid. I'm afraid of two things on this earth. Horses and lima beans. That's it. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to suffer for the, the cause of the cross. I'm afraid of horses because 40 some years ago I rode a horse and he threw me up in the air and I landed on that part of the saddle. And that wasn't very good. Growing up, it was a staple in our family to eat lima beans. I'd always take them out of my mouth and put them in my pocket. And I'd hide them under my bed. But when my mother found them under my bed, I'd get the broom across my back. But that never stopped me from hiding my lima beans. Take courage. I believe God and every aspect of what he's told me. I believe that all men are lost, all women are lost, without a confession of Jesus Christ as their Savior. His book hasn't lied. Many translations written by man but inspired by God. I wonder where you're at this morning. If he is truly your savior, and if this was your last day on this earth, what would he say to you? I believe God tells the truth about the doom of sinners. That while you have breath, you should confess Jesus Christ as your savior. 
Because if you take your last breath and you haven't done that, there's no coming back. There's a place called heaven and there's a place called hell. And they are real. I love that sound. I believe in God's promises. In the 11th chapter of Matthew's gospel. Do you ever feel tired, church? Scripture says that Jesus says, I will give you rest. I can honestly say I haven't had good rest in a long, long time. Sleep three, four, five hours a night. Wake up and have to change the linen because everything's wet. Can't fall back asleep. Mind just keeps spinning. But when I focused on Christ, next thing I know it's morning and some hours have lapsed. So I encourage you, if you're feeling tired, that you might talk to him a little bit more this day. And God tells us in the 18th chapter of Mark, the 27th verse, when you think things are impossible, you ever feel that way? You don't know how you're going to get through the situation. Life is just so impossible right now. God's word tells us all things are possible with God. All things are possible with God. You ever feel discouraged? Like you just want to give up? Be it in your finances or in your job or whatever the situation may be? This is the word that he shares with us from Matthew's gospel, the 24th chapter. Stand firm to the end and you will be saved. Stand firm in your faith till the end, whenever that will be, and you will be saved. I often think of Eva and Ira Shepherd. Some of you may remember them. They were longtime members of the Omar United Methodist Church. I believe Ira was 106 and Eva was 105 when God called them home to perfection. And I don't remember who went first. I believe it was Ira that went first. And just a few days later, his bride went. They were, they were married like 79 years. That's a lifetime for some. But they were so faithful to the very end. They stood firm. And they were saved. Every now and then we need to be reminded of things. John 16 and 33 if you need to be reminded of something, let me remind you of this, that Jesus says, take heed, I've overcome the world. So as crazy as it is, you can overcome all this if you remain faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder how your struggle is today. About Mark 11 and 24. Some, bless you. Sometimes, bless you. Life tries us. Even in the church, we get tried over and over again. The devil is always trying to trip us up. Sometimes our faith is weak or low. Sometimes people have backslidden away from the church. But we're reminded of the blessed hope. Bless you. Is there one more? That's 
Scripture says, whatever you ask in prayer. But it goes on to say, believe. Don't just petition a prayer to the Father without believing. You have to believe in your heart. Have you ever heard the, the phrase, name it and claim it? Believe it and claim it in Jesus' name. And Scripture says, believe it as you have received it already, and it will be yours. See, I'm praying for a physical healing. It's happened many times in my life. And I believe that it's going to happen again. One day God's going to say, bam! And it's good. Because God is faithful. And I believe his word. When you lose your hope. Some have gotten discouraged this past year with politics and stuff going on in the church. And some have left the church. Why? Why leave? In our home church, many, many years ago, Remember when we were like in the fourth month of COVID when we were on lockdown and my beard got really barbaric looking? Well, I freely did that one year in our home church where the one a few months ago was nothing. I mean, it was huge. It was like this. I'm a fisherman, probably exaggerating a little bit, but it was huge. There were people in the church who actually quit speaking to me because of the way that I looked. And I thought, well, this is a good example of a church. But I remember one, probably more than one, but the one I remember the most is Kay Muir, who was the wife of Dr. Muir from Croswell. It was after I got fired from my job in the school district. Couldn't find a job anywhere. But Kay Muir hired me to be her lawn man to take care of their yard. And loved me unconditionally. And later on he even told me that when I first met you, I was sort of scared of you. I thought you were a hell's angel. But loved me unconditionally anyway. That was one of the first reflections of the church that I truly believed that this God thing is real. Jesus is real. If this woman can love me thinking that, it's going to be okay. So sometimes when we lose our hope and we stay away, we just need to call on the Father. He's the one who's going to revive us. We don't need a revival. You know, a revival is when we invite Billy Graham or we, we invite some renowned uh, evangelist to come in and preach God's word to us. And some think, well, everything is going to be okay now. We're going to have a revival. I've never agreed with that. We need the reviver. We need Jesus Christ. And sometimes his message comes through simple people. And little people. I had two emails this week that brought me great encouragement. One was from Nick's family. Telling me about after the baptism last Sunday. Uh, they were baptizing each other at home. <laughs> and then I got an email from a lady from Yale who we haven't seen in a while. She got four children. And it went like, Mama... Is Pastor Pat an angel dressed in a suit? Why? I think Everett's like five or six years old. He said, I miss him. Why did he have to move away? He was so good to us. Aren't we to be good to everybody? Aren't we to be the best reflection of Jesus to everybody God puts in our circle? I believe we are. 
Never forget this, church. Never forget your calling. We all have a calling. Mine was to be pastor in the United Methodist Church, but that was not my idea. That was God's idea. Everyone here this morning, you have a purpose in God's kingdom. Matthew 5 and 14, Scripture reminds us that you, and when I point at you, I've got fingers pointing back at me. Scripture says you are the light of the world. Does your Christian light shine? For those of you who still work in your workplace, in your household, in your neighborhood? Or I'm going to borrow Karen Eklund's echo in my brain this morning. Are you a counterfeit? You come to church all the time. You've probably been on every board that the church has. You've been to every potluck. You've done everything in the church. But do you know him? And when you're out there, do they know there's something different about you? When you've lost your focus, when your priorities are all scrambled, God's word says in Matthew 6, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. I'm not worthy. I've struggled with not being worthy most of my adult life. I was a throwaway kid. Look at the birds of the air. Scripture says in Matthew 6. Look at the birds in the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. That's all I need to know. That the God that I believe in and the God that I serve will meet me at every point of my need. And he does. He doesn't meet me at every point of my want. So I got a text message yesterday. Let me see if it's still on. I, I, I even got a response this morning. Mark Elliott, Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, sent me a text yesterday. Anybody ever get one of those texts? He promises me that uh, I'm one of 30,000 people that he's going to bless with. He's got a million dollars to share. You ever get one of those? Tell me more, I said. And he asked me some questions and he told me to write down some information. And he says, well, how's that sound? I said, it sounds too good to be true. And then he sends me some more texts uh, trying to convince me how legitimate it is. Okay, what's the catch? Well, you need to send me $560. <laughs> Great, how am I supposed to do that? Well, you can use your credit card. Well, I don't have a credit card, Mark. Oh, don't worry. Let me have your bank account number. Well, I don't have a bank account, Mark. So why don't you just pass me by and give this blessing to the next person? And he's still texting me this morning. You sure you don't want to give me that number? The only number I want is when Jesus calls me. That's when I'll get our, my true blessing. I see him face to face. Hope it's a long time. He provides us everything we need. 
when you think it's impossible, Mark 9.23 reminds us that everything is possible for the one who believes in God. Don't be discouraged with the way the world is. Don't live in fear because of the way that the world is. For the believer, this world is temporary. And for us, the best is yet to come. Finally, remember this. This is what Jesus is asking you this morning. You have to fill in the blank. But the question from Jesus is, do you know me? And your response is, how you fill in the blank. What are we singing, Elizabeth? Are you all going to lead us in that? No? Why not? You let us so far, you're just switching things up on us? So we'll trust and obey? Okay. Father, I just ask you again that you allow traveling mercy and grace to the Liebler family as they go out to California. That's a whole different world out there now. So, Father, thank you for the privilege to be in your house this day. Wherever we go and whoever we come in contact with, may they see Christ through us. God bless you, church, and God bless America. Amen. Amen.